welcome back. I'm your host, Dequel Jackson, and you're tuning in to Athletes Unplugged. Today's guest is unlike our typical guest. He's a rising actor and comedian right here from the Washington, D.C. area. You can find him at his very own podcast called Sports and Street Talk with his two co-hosts. Uh, he's had guests from the likes of Young Buck, Quinn Cook, Black China, and last but not least, uh, Freeway Ricky Ross. You can also catch him on his very own comedy special, which he recorded and filmed called Problematic on all major media platforms. And you can also catch him on the big screen. He was in two movies that I know of called Holiday, Heart Holiday Heartbreak and Christmas Lottery. Please welcome in my good friend, Rob Gordon, who he's going to take us through a journey, which I don't know how it happened, but a guy with a master's degree in architecture become this actor slash comedian. So Rob, what's going on, bro? How you what's doing? Up, brother? How you feeling? How you feeling? I'm good, man. It was long-winded, man. You got a yeah, you got a yeah. huge resume, bro. I appreciate it. It's still growing, but you did you read that or did you memorize that? You know what? I memorized some stuff, but I, I just let it flow. I was looking at your face, man. I almost messed up. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> don't mess up. <laughs> no, no. Hey, man. So, so I always ask every guest that's on yeah. here. You know, obviously, COVID is. We want to put it in our review, and you know, for someone that's in the entertainment business like you, how is that? How has that affected you and your business and your line of work? I'm gonna be honest, bro. It sucks. Like we um we we got a a message uh well my girl got a message the other day about they actually implementing the, the vaccine, like you have to have the vaccine um in order to go on set. Um and then it's just you know, COVID protocol, like going on movie sets and and um on any set, like they haven't stopped COVID testing and you know, right. you know, mass protocol, like all of that stuff is still in full effect in our world. So, I mean, it's, it's affecting the business. It's not as fast as it once once upon a time was. Um, and it sucks. But yeah, but it, it seems. Listen, I follow you on Instagram. That's the only way I can keep up with you because you're, you're from L.A., D.C., all over. And we were talking a couple of days ago and you told me you were actually filming a project with Vernon Davis at Players TV. Yeah. Can you talk about can you talk about, you know, what that project was about? And, and I saw some cooking and some comedy. Like, what was that all about? It was dope. It's dope. Um, so we got a show called Cooking with the Stars um, that we're producing over with Players TV. This is actually the second uh, iteration that we're doing episode. Uh, the first episode we had Terrell Owens on this episode. We had Russell Peters on. Um, okay. an Another comedian, right? Yeah. Russell Peters is a world national mm -hmm. comedian. Uh, he's the number one. Um, selling touring comedian in the world, um, wow. and you know, good friend of mine, good friend of Vernon. So we 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 decided to have him on, um, and it was a, a dope show. It was an amazing show. Um, and basically on the show, we we you know we kind of we talk, we cook. Oh, we had Josie. Yeah, Josie yeah. Uh, I forgot about Josie. Josie's um, uh, she was a guest on there as well. Um, okay. and so we, we we talk, we cook, and we we have a good time, man. It it's a good show. It's a good show. You should come on, man. Okay, listen, I get the invite, I'll be there. Listen, yeah. I get as long as I got a microwave, I can get it done, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we, we have you, we, we should have you on the show, man. That'd oh, be man, I would love to. So who who does the cooking though? Is we it I cooking. mean don't, without giving out the secrets of the show, but we do the like cooking. are you cooking your own recipes or they yeah, kind of so already would, have some? Essentially, yeah, essentially you would bring your own recipe. So like something mm. that you that you like to do, like a... Ooh, know, you know you what? Like a, you look like a barbecue rib. You know what I'm saying? Like I, you know what I am, but I got one for you, bro. Wifey will tell you. Yeah. So so back in Florida, I'm from Florida. Yeah. And my grandfather used to do all the cooking. So this is my favorite meal. I can eat it for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. It's grits, 
Okay. In one pot, in one pot. Right. Tomatoes, like tomato sauce or whatever, and the big tomatoes, and any piece of meat, either be either be sausage or bacon and a biscuit, bro. I can eat it every day, all day. But wifey, but wifey, hold on. But but wifey, she put in truffle, uh, uh, truffle seasoning in the grits and and some oh, type of cheese, and she. Yeah, she she put a, her twist on the on the uh, tomatoes and that joint is banging, bro. Every time she asks me what I want to eat, I'm like, you know what I want, man. You know, like, I don't want. even play. You know that, don't man, even that play meal, with that one meal, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so let me let me go back to what something I brought up in the intro with with you having. I learned this recently that you have a master's degree in architecture. Yeah. So fun fact for you, and you probably don't know this. Why would we ever talk about it? But that's what I actually wanted to be when I was younger. Get the heck out of here. I promise you, bro. I used to always draw like I got a bunch of you can't see it right now, but I got a bunch of notebooks from, you know, from my NFL career, 11 years of, of notebooks. But when I was young, so I used to doodle in them and like in the meeting rooms, I would see a guy that, you know, that ain't the the the, the kindness okay. on the eyes and I'll, and I'll draw a silhouette of them and I'll post that joint and color it in and leave it in the, uh, in the meeting room. So. But but when I was younger, bro, I used to draw, want to draw like structures and create things and what have you. But besides all that, bro, how did how did you decide that from a master's degree in architecture that yeah. comedy and acting was in your future? I didn't. I, actually, I'm gonna be real with you. It it picked me, mm -hmm. man. I was in my career. I was in my uh, my major, and I you know at the time I was playing football at college, and um, you know me and my friend group, we got a group of friends. It's, it's eight of us. And mm -hmm. we uh, we all played ball, and we we made a decision when we first came in because we was the number one recruiting class in the country at the time. Right. Um, and we said we're not gonna be just athletes. We're gonna be, um, mm. you know, smart. It, we was probably the first ones to say more than an athlete at that right, time. Right. And, and so we all chose major majors. You know, I got a boy that's a history major. I got us an engineering major. Um, one is a psychiatrist. And what college were you at? I went to Hampton University. Hampton, that's right, that's right, that's right. Yeah. Okay. So, so one is a, it's a, a graphic designer. So it's, we all kind of chose like real majors because you know, you know, in college when you play ball, they try to give you like basket weaving and gym, right, you know what I'm right, right, like right, right. And so you know, we we were like, nah, we we gonna actually pick real majors. So I actually stuck it out. I got to my senior year, and uh, I ended up well. I got hurt my junior, like my red shirt sophomore year, which was my junior year. And mm -hmm. then um, my senior year, I was like, man, I don't know what I'm going to do. I went home. I, right. I talked to one of my friends. I ended up meeting with my god brother. And he was like, man, don't go back on that field and you'll get hurt. And then I right. ended up. So, so I couldn't really do what I wanted to do. And I had some extra classes. That's that's big of you. If you don't mind me interrupting for a second. That's big of you because most guys, when you go to college for – and you, I don't know if we use on a full scholarship or you're playing football. Yeah. Like most guys have a dream of playing at the next level. The fact that you were able to like, and you had guidance. Somebody was like, hey man, listen, let's think about this other route for a second. But go ahead. I didn't want to interrupt. Yeah, yeah, nah. I mean, I mean, you know, um, I wanted to take my shot. And I, I think I was I was talented enough to take my shot. But then right. I got real with myself and I'm like, do I really want to continue to put my body through this? At the time I had just no doubt. Uh, you know, had a major injury. I had an ACL surgery. Oh, and so, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm talking to certain people, and just it just so happened to I um that some that that spring break I ended up at Frank Gore's house randomly. So, that's my man. 
yeah. you know Frank, right? And, and Frank then had he done had three or four ACL surgeries. No doubt. So I talked to Frank and, I, and I'm talking to Frank and Frank is like, I done had four, four ACL surgeries. I'm still yeah. playing. And I'm like, do I really want to go through this four times? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> just to get a shot at the league. And I was just like, nah. So then I went back to college um, that's, that next semester and I had a, a free elective. And um, I was like, dang, where are all the girls going to be at? Because I'm not really trying to do the work. <laughs> and I was like, all the girls jumping in the acting class. So I'm like, let me jump on over here to this acting class. I yeah, ain't, I yeah. Work. I mean, you know, acting, shit. Acting, so I you did it on the strength of just being, you know, being around some I ladies. I feel you. I, yeah, I, feel I did it on the strength of being the ladies. And, man, I walked into the uh, acting class my first day, bro. I lied to you not. And, uh, and I'm looking around for the teacher. And they like 15 minutes late. Right, and mm. you know, in, in college, yeah, yeah. ten minute grace period, right? <laughs> right that ten right. minute grace period, you can walk out the class. So I'm <laughs> right. really about to walk out the class, bro. I lied to you now. And in walks Anjanu Ellis. Mm. I don't know if you know who Anjanu Ellis is. She's a big actress. I do. Um, yeah. She's been in a uh, um, uh, movie with. Uh, she actually has a new movie with Will Smith. She plays. Uh, Venus and Serena's um, mom. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so that was my first first acting coach, and she walks in the wow. class, and she's like, um, I, "I'm gonna be coaching. I'm gonna be teaching this semester." And I'm like, "What?" And I'm like, "So we don't got like a regular teacher?" She yeah, was like, "Well, yeah. you know, I'm off. You know, what I mean, I took a I took a sabbatical from acting. I, I always wanted to, you know, teach, and so I just chose Hampton." And so that was my first wow. experience, like with her. Wow. And she, I had seen her in Undercover Brother, wow. like you know what I'm saying. So I'm like, okay, yeah, I don't know what you're doing here, God, but I'm listening. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. so I was very mm -hmm. attentive and very, uh, very intentional with that class. And then that one thing led to another. Then I ended up doing. Uh, we had a, a competition called the Mr. Pirate Competition, and yeah. you had to do a talent. Um, you had to. So, have so let me ask you this. So, I mean, listen. Most people, you said like it's, it was an easy transition for you, but most people can't be vulnerable in an acting class. Right. I would imagine, you know, you come from being this macho football player, tough guy, and all of a yeah. sudden you're walking in this theater room with all these different personalities, and now you have to be complete. You have to completely disarm oh. yourself and be vulnerable. Yeah, it was what, tough. What? It was tough, but I had some. I had some dope people that was in my class that kind of like that kind of helped me. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And they were like. Mm -hmm. Um, they was like, you don't have to necessarily disassociate yourself with that hard macho person like that. You right. bring that with you, and right. then you add other elements to that to to make you a better actor. And I'm Got like, it. okay, all right. So it was like, you already have the macho piece. Like, you don't right. have to, to to disassociate that piece, but you have to add in, you know, a little bit of feminine piece to the masculine piece, and it'll no doubt. you out. And I'm like, all right, you know what I mean. And so that that kind of helped the transition. And then um, I did this little competition called the Mr. Power Competition. And we had to do a, a, a talent. And, bro, I'm like, I don't got no, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. That's a lot of pressure, bro. That's a lot of pressure. And so, so my boy was like, you funny, do stand-up. I'm like. Really? Yeah. I'm like, all right, you know what I'm saying? Let me let me try. But but come to find out, nigga, you don't just do stand-up. You, know <laughs> right, right. you know what I mean? So that, that went terribly wrong. And um, yeah, So know, let me ask you, you, you said it went wrong, but like. 
Did you write something out or did you freestyle oh, I, it? I, I, attempted, I attempted to, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, but like, what was the period like when you knew you was going to do it? Was it like a week turnaround, two weeks? No, turn I was like, you know, you get a month. You know what I'm saying? Like, they give you a month. Bro, there's like, no way. There is no way I could have done anything like that, bro. There bro, is no way. You get a the month. The fact that you were able to stand in front. How many students you're talking about? Like, bro, 15, 15,000? What? Yeah, we, we, we was in a... um. The 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 convocation well not the convocation center the uh the, the the theater like we had a theater what so fifteen thousand people yeah yeah, yeah. wow so I heard story it's like it was no different than playing ball right it was no different than playing ball mm -mm, mm -mm. you no no listen bro no no to you yes look look don't don't mess with my thought process <laughs> okay okay it's okay, like, okay. It's, it's nothing different than playing ball like that's, that's how I tell myself to psych myself up. True. No, nah, it's never it's never like playing ball because ball you you run out on that field you got you got your teammates you got your brothers there when you on that stage you by yourself nigga. if it go wrong it's on me so, so yeah yeah it went wrong. so did, the first the first the first time I performed in front of that many people it went wrong it went terribly wrong it went God, bad wow. I got the, I got the video the video's on YouTube it went bad it went bad for me <laughs> <laughs> I mean listen in, in your profession. You know, like I was gonna wait to hold off on it, but since you brought it up now, but how many times did you have to bomb uh -huh. on stage to uh -huh. know to 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 know that you know when you recorded problematic? I know I'm skipping a long ways here, but it's a long way. You know, that's nine. Years. That's a, it's a long way. <laughs> yeah. You know, you've been at, you've been, you've been doing this for over ten years, right? Ten years, brother. This will be late. This year from later. from that moment when you bombed on stage. Okay, I know you said you brought a lot of the mentality from a football mentality, that tough mentality, over to what you're doing now at that yeah. time. Yeah. What was it like? What was your thought process like? Because I've heard other comic. I'm a huge comedy fan, if, if you don't know this or not. No, no, you, like, de you definitely are. Like, I, I love to laugh. I love comedy. Yeah. I love to hear, see what goes on in y'all minds to yeah. think of the yeah. shit that y'all think of and yeah. how to, you know, execute it and all that good stuff. Yeah. But what happened? What was going through your mind at that time when you bombed? Was when it like, bombed, damn, this is... Like, this is this ain't it. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> let, let, let me, let me, I'm going to go focus on the acting. I'm pretty good over here. <laughs> right. So did you put it down and then focus on the acting? So, so I did, I dropped it for a second. So that, um, that, that semester, I really didn't go home much. Cause like, so that, that's when I, um. And so what I year was this? If I can interject for this one was, second. This was, uh, 2010. 2010. Okay. Okay. That, that year, 2010. So I put it down. Um, after that show, I put it down and I focused strictly on acting <laughs> and taking that class. Right. I was like very intentional about that class. And so right. after that class, I went home that summer, and um, my boy was like, "Yeah, man, you 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 still trying to do the comedy thing?" And I'm like, "Yeah." So we went to a comedy club that um, that that summer. And um, um, do you remember the name of this comedy club? Nah, the, the first comedy club I don't I don't specifically remember. So we right. went. It was in I know it, I know it was in Laurel off Route One, and so mm. we went there. And uh, I was supposed to meet with Chris Thomas, um, okay. my uncle knew him or whatever. I walk in and Tony Woods is on stage killing, mm -hmm. and so I'm like, okay, this is what it looks like to be in a comedy club because I did it on on a main stage, but I hadn't. You know, I just did what I thought, like, you know, mm -hmm. you jam, mm -hmm. whatever you, you did what you thought. And so I walk in, I said, okay, so this is like really comedy. And so um, he threw me up. 
And I did, okay. like a, I did an impersonation and, and stuff like that. Were you prepared for it? Did you you no. already knew like again, okay. again, okay. unprepared? Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay, again, okay, un, undamn prepared. Okay, I see a theme. Okay, you see okay. a theme here, right? So, <laughs> right, right, right. So, so then, so I, I do okay at that at that show. I did okay. So that was like my second show. So then my first official, what I call my first official stand up comedy night, was down at the Laugh Out Loud Comedy Club in uh, Temple Hills, Maryland. Yeah, um, yeah. Rest in peace to that club. Um, Cause it's no longer open, but mm-hmm. I did my first official set there. And then that's when I was around real comics. I was around real okay. stand-up comedians. I, I got to see, you know, what the trenches, what we call the, tr- the comedy trenches, like the sure. stage, the fans, the, the comics off to the side, talking shit while the other comedians on stage, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? They judging your set. I got to really see all of right. it. It's, it's boot camp. It's boot it's camp. Boot camp. It's, 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 like, it's like training camp. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> right, the, the, the rookies is out there playing and the vets is off to the side talking shit. Like it's really like that, bro. And right, so, right. Um, you know, I, I went up and I did my set and I was young in the game. Man. And so at that time, I saw a comic by the name of um, Lawrence Owens, uh, who ended up later on being my mentor. Uh, Shouts okay. out to Lawrence. Um, he was a phenom- at, at that time, man. He was the he was the best thing to me. Like he was yeah, phenomenal. Yeah. And um, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yo, I want I want whatever that and like whatever he's doing, right. I want to do that. And so <laughs> right. I just kind of like you know I got up under him and just start learning. And then I start learning about different comics and we start traveling around and we start moving here, and moving there. And yeah. um, and dog, it was like. It was it was like I'm really in this shit. Yeah, yeah. And so I went back and I'm like, yo, I'm a comic now. And they was like, you ain't a comic, because everybody judging me based off of uh, one <laughs> right. performance, right? And I'm like, right, I'm a right. comic now. Like, like, like I'm a real comedian. And they like, all right, you know what I'm saying? And they didn't believe me. And then you know, life, life goes on fast forward, fast forward. <laughs> right. And then I start having these different relationships because you you know, as a comic, you travel, right? right. So you, right. Meet, you meet people at different stages of their career. You don't like you don't you don't know who's going to blow up and who's going to be this person or who's right. going to be that person. So you meet people at, the, at different phases of their career. Right. So fast forward later, I got all these relationships. People are like, how you know such and such? How you know such and such? Yeah, yeah. And the trenches Cause that, such. Right, because there's no master class for how to be a comedian, right? No. It's, you basically learn, it's baptism by fire. Baptism and by fire, yeah. So after your Laugh Out Loud, you know, first official comedy show, Yep. I read someplace you were part of the American Black Film Festival. Is That's that right? That was- so, yeah. So I just I just won I, I won that uh, I won the runner up in that joint recently. Um, so were you there before? Or no. So yeah. First- I, I, so yeah. In two thousand thirteen, I like what you did right there. I like what you did. Because I want to I want to I want to dive in. So you you have this. You go back to camp. He's like, I'm a comedian now. Everyone's yep. giving you man. You ain't no comedian. You, you ain't no damn comedian. You ain't yeah, no comedian. Okay. Like get out of here with that. Get out here so, and run these so, guys. <laughs> right, right. Get out here and run these games. We got a game Saturday. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. You know what I mean? So, yeah, so, so, so I go back to football, right? So I'm back in football. I'm doing that. You know what I mean? And I'm I'm still <clears throat> kind of chasing chasing the football thing. I um my my red shirt senior year, I got a I got a coach, man. I, I won't mention his name on this on the on the on the, yeah, on the yeah. thing because I don't want to. You know what I'm saying? Disrespecting, he probably still coaching college football, but me and him, <laughs> me and him just wasn't seeing eye to eye, bro. I'm supposed to start my senior year. He brings in a transfer from Syracuse. Well, you know um, how it is. Like, once you have a guy back in those days, yeah, they only wanted you to play, they wanted you to have tunnel vision and only play football. They didn't football. realize guys had other talent. So, yeah, yeah. And so, and so, 
I'm coming in the cam. I'm talking about this comedy thing. And then he brings in a transfer from, from Syracuse. And, you know, in, in our world, the football world, especially in the college world, if you get a transfer nine times out of ten, to tra- they want the transfer to play. So I'm like, dude, I've been here. You know what I'm no, saying? No. I waited. I, I done played behind, you know, the, 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 you know, all of these guys, right? That's, that's in the league. And paid you know, your dues. I, yeah, I paid my dues. I learned from Jerome Mathis. I learned from these guys. Like, I paid my dues, bro. Like, I'm, I'm here. Like, I've been, I've been here. I'm ready to rock and roll. Right. And, I, and the year before I had played, you know what I'm saying? I, I returned kicks. Like, I, I did everything I was supposed to do. Did everything to, asked of you. Everything that I was asked of, you know what I'm saying? Everything. And so, you know, me and him just didn't see eye to eye, man. And at that time, I was like, man, fuck it. I was, I was coming off my knee injury. And I'm like, man, to hell with this, dog. Like, I'm a... Uh, I'm gonna just I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna finish the season because I'm not gonna quit on my teammates because they expected right. me to be here even in the capacity of just you know returning kicks. So I just go back right. to returning kicks or whatever the hell and whatever happened happened. Right. And so, right. and so um, you know, fast forward and that summer we get out and I go down to uh, my godmom is like, so I hear that you taking acting classes. I'm like, yeah, you know, I I, I think I want to kind of get into this entertainment thing. So she like, well, I want to take you down. I'm gonna take you and your god brother down to uh to Miami, and I'm gonna introduce you to a couple people. I want y'all to. That's big for a family member to, you know, because you had spent, you know, your years in college again, you know, football, you know, and you you thinking about other things past football. So yeah, I don't. Please continue. So yeah, nah. So she so she takes us down to to Miami, and um she gets us the passes, and we you know we doing that whole thing, and so then at that that specific year. Will Packer was at the at the festival, and um, mm-hmm. so we went to this event, and I saw Will Packer, and he was talking about his 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 trajectory on how he started at FAMU, and um, him and him and his partner, um, I think Robert something, I forget his last name, but mm-hmm. him and his partner, and how they started, and then the, the first movie that they did, which was Twa, and then how it evolved from there, and then they become, you know, they get this this big opportunity. To right. do uh, think like a man with Steve Harvey, and then that movie makes gross a hundred million dollars and blah blah, right. blah blah blah. So at that right. point, I start being a student of the film mm-hmm. game. I'm like, if I'm gonna get into this, I gotta be as 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 intentional as I was with football, right? I, right. So, so when I lined up against somebody it, from week to week, I knew your tendencies, I knew what you did, no what doubt, you didn't do how you open your hips. If he opened his hips, if he didn't on kick returns, I knew uh, if I go if I'm running left. And I return it, and I return, and I really intended it, and turn it on the right. I gotta push left and then go right. So like, I knew, okay, I knew okay, okay, I okay, okay. I hear you. I hear you know you. what I'm saying? Like, I knew I was very right, intentional. Right. I, I You're a student of the game. I knew I, I'm a student, so I said if I'm gonna be a, if I'm gonna be in this, I'm gonna be a student of this. So I learned. I made it my business to learn every every black director, every black producer, right. every black right. film house. And then I was right. like, okay, now you know the black stuff. Now you need to learn the white stuff. So I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I need to know who's connected to who. Who is right. Warner Media? Who is this? Who is that? And I needed to know exact who the executives. Like I needed to learn every. So I made it intentional. So I'm like, I'm, I was very intentional in learning early in the game, like who was the right, right. one to talk to. Right, so, right. I mean, it, it shows, man. Like I followed you the last. Do you remember the first time we met? I don't. I don't know if you do. I, I, re- I, I remember the first time. My the first time I remember we met was we was at Gold's Gym and was it Columbia, Maryland? God, I think he was man. working out with 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 DJ Quicksilver or something like that. Oh, and at the, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. At, and at the time, like your beard went grown in all the way. Oh, it was still a little that. shadow. <laughs> it was still a little. <laughs> you had a little shadow, 
And I'm thinking, like, because it's high school guys, college guys, and pro guys. And I'm like, yep. DJ Quicksilver, he's not the tallest guy in the room, but you know, he's, he's the grown man. Guy in the room, right? <laughs> he, he's a grown man. But I saw I saw you, particularly, you was quiet. You, you was doing your, doing your thing. And I remember saying, like, damn, he must be a, you know, a sophomore in college or something like that. He's a grown-ass man at this time. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Don't play me. Don't play me. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, your beard grown in nice, man. You know, I appreciate, you know, it. I appreciate it. So, so what I want to bring up is so at what point as you become a student of the game and you go through your you know, you bomb on stage, you go to laugh out loud, now you're hooked. You know, at, at some point, when did it I go back a couple years ago and when I would watch you, when I would see videos pop up, like I had an alert. Anytime you had a video pop up, it needed to alert me because the yeah. shits was hilarious. I and I remember you doing a, a skit. As a reset through COVID, with I think his name is Earl Cofield. Earl Cofield. Is that his name? Yeah, you, you, you had a dap, a dap challenge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A dap challenge. The and bro, challenge. One of, the two, the, the, the two dap uh, challenges that I fell out laughing, bro, was the, uh, what was it? The Karate Kid and the uh, Guys Got, got Your Back. Bro, when I saw that, oh my God. So for those who don't know, Rob is the hardest working guy I've known in this business. I've watched him, you know, from the very first time we met over probably close to 10 years ago, yeah, you know, and to see where he is now, the guy, you had a show called Whose Man Is This? Who's Man? With Earl, I believe, uh, yeah. the Dap Challenge. That uh, but the one, the one is my all-time favorite, bro. Which one I don't know. You got to tell me Which one how long ago it was. <laughs> I was, yo, I was, you gonna say, yo, little freaky tape thriller at home. Oh, <laughs> yo, what you, what you say? Uh, I get to get to bring that back, bro. Man, bro, you had the whole snagger tooth look. Yeah. You went, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Were you in a real like uh, cemetery? That's was a real funeral. That's a real. Hey, funeral. listen, bro. When you said when you said y'all located next to Plead and Fifth. Next door to the uh, located uh, between Plead and Fifth Avenue. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yo, that's my all-time favorite, bro. I, I recently yeah. saw that, bro. I was like, man, this dude has been working his ass off, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna bring ass I'm gonna bring off. Take back, bro. I'm gonna bring him back. He gonna have a tire shop. I'm gonna bring him back. <laughs> Yo, I gotta see little freaky tape, bro. <laughs> I got you. I'm gonna bring him back, bro. Like, yeah. I mean, so when I first started, even doing the comedy piece, like I started with characters, bro. Like. Bamas wouldn't even know. Like I, I could do characters like like nobody's business, bro. Like I can jump Man. in a character. Like I could jump, literally jump in and out of character. Like it ain't nobody's business. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like um, so that's how I started. Like doing the skits and stuff like that before mm -hmm. the stage stuff was really popping. Before I wanted people to know that I was a stand up comedian, I started right. doing the skits first. I was doing the skits right. and, and focus on skits and skit writing. Um, but yeah, Freaky Tay was one of the first characters I created. But I had wow. I had to put them in the back of my mind because I didn't I didn't know like how I wanted to um how to present them or present them to the world, right? Right, so, right, right. But I had this <laughs> you know you know what it gives me, bro? Rob, you know what it gives it gives me uh from Martin. Um uh uh what's his name? Roscoe. Roscoe? Is it Roscoe? No, it gives no, me um, the, um, not um, Roscoe, um, 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 the pimp. Oh, oh, Jerome and Jerome. Yeah, I watched that show, dog. That was my favorite. I would say Martin was like, as a kid, he was mm -hmm. kind of like, I, I didn't even know subconsciously you, you watch certain stuff, right? So 
My, right. Me and my dad used to watch Def Comedy Jam. Like I used to sneak downstairs when my sister, <laughs> my mom would sleep, and me and my dad would watch Def Comedy Jam. And subconsciously, I would see that, right? And then mm -hmm. I would watch the Martin Show, right? And then so subconsciously, you you, you take these things, right? Out, yeah, yeah. I never knew that I was going to be a comic and that it would re-emerge in my life, right? So right. it's crazy how like little early on things like kind of form you as a person. And so then like Freaky Tay is actually a real person, bro. This is a real person that I know, bro. Man, get out of here, man. I swear to God, bro. I like, gotta meet it. I gotta meet it. I gotta beat it, bro. I gotta beat it. You know, you gotta, you know do, you gotta go live or do bro, something, bro, and make a video with Freaky Tay. Bro, that you will stop it. it. And you be like, yo, this. This is not a real like this is not a real person, bro. Like, and 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 so I I, I always kind of like when I meet somebody that's like a weirdo or something like and they do something hard, <laughs> right. I always put it in the back of my head. I'm okay, like, okay, let me ask you this: so co comedians, I want to get into the weeds and, and into your mind a little bit. Yeah, as a comedian, you just mentioned when you meet someone, do you have like a notepad or your your notes? Or section of your your phone where if you have an idea you jot it all down. You I do have sometimes, a place. sometimes, but but most of the time, believe it or not, most comedians have amazing memories, right? Yeah, yeah. Like so, we have like phenomenal memories. Like you will remember something like, <laughs> like just like eight months. You know what I'm saying? Twenty months ago, <laughs> right, right, that right. happened in the in the ministry in the back of the alley. You like. How the fuck did he remember that? Like, <laughs> right. you know what I mean? Like, just the small, the small little idiosyncrasies. You'd be like, "Yo, how did he know? How did he know that?" Like, right. You know so, I mean? so do you have a process of when oh, you want to when you want to sit down? Know? Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want you to give out your secret, but obviously, I figure everyone has a process that's nah, different. Yeah, than... I mean, it's. I mean, it's not. It's not. It's nothing. It's nothing crazy. Like, I, I literally, I literally uh, write my life. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, that's that's. I mean, like, if you if somebody was like, "Yo, what's your sauce?" Like. I write my right. life. You know what I'm saying? Right. So if anything happens in my life, it, like if anybody sees my next special and they're upset, it's upset, but you should. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be upset at me for reporting the news. Well, well, well I know I can't make the cut because uh, your pool game uh, you, you, you got to take that back in the shop, bro. No, no, no. Because you still, I was walking past it earlier. My chalkboard, I got all my victims on that. No, no, you don't make that, bro. You erased the truth off that book because I beat you twice. And nobody was there witness. Never. I should have recorded it. You know what? That's, that's the reason I recorded it. Nobody remembers that. Nigga, I beat you. <laughs> but no, one you thing didn't. I tell you no, though, you DQ, you know you're the first person that I ever that ever uh let me try that that Louis the thirteenth. And I thank you for that. That really? was that Hey, you know what? You're my guy, man. You're man, my guy, that, man. That, we we had a we had a night. We was vibing that night, man. And man, you was you was you was you was being funny. I mean, it was just a vibe, bro. It was man. a vibe, and that I appreciate was, that. That was a because I, I don't let I don't let anybody just sip on that because you no, know that's, what I mean. That's, 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 that's personal. Bro. I ain't gonna lie. To you. <laughs> hey, hey, for for those out there that have not tried, it, man, look. If you get an opportunity to try that, man, that Louis the Thirteenth will change. It's amazing. So change speaking of drink, so speaking of drinks, I hear you. Uh, are you in the wine at all? I am. I am. Okay. I am. Okay. I actually, okay. Uh, I actually recently just inquired to your wife about a wine that y'all had put up on the our page. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and she next. was like, "It's so good." I'm like, "I'm let me. I gotta come over. Y'all gotta order me something." Next, next time, <laughs> next time you're in town, hit me up. We we're part of a membership uh, uh, in DC called the Wine Lair. We store our really, you know, exclusive it's, wines it's, there. Where it's, it's membership only. We can come okay. in. You know, have a couple of drinks. I have some, uh, you know, some tequila there. That's special. I got, I got, I got my special stuff there. Special my special sauce. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know, 
You got to do that. Yeah, because y'all be having y'all be drinking some good stuff. Hey, listen, man. I mean, you know, you know, with us, it started with our first trip. Our first big trip we took was in uh, we went to to Italy, and we went oh, wow. to we 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 visited a winery called uh, uh, Costaler Costaler Costaler, uh, and we just fell in love with the process. You know, it's like it's like football. we can relate because football and comedy is preparation. Yeah, and once I realized. Before you open the bottle, like I'm drinking some white wine right now from from Stellenbosch, South Africa, where we visited. And oh, once right. you get a get a chance to experience and see what goes into that bottle, yeah, you appreciate the process. And then yeah, after that, yeah. it just kind of evolved, you yeah. know. And then now we pair it with food that we have, and you know, we're not connoisseurs or anything like that, but we like enjoy some Olier. That's what it sounds like. You know, I mean, I mean, you know, I have fun with it. If you want right. to come over, I can, we can talk about it. But yes. it's subjective. It's subjective. It's right? subjective. It's like, yeah, like everybody's every. It's like comedy. It's subjective. Mm-hmm. Everybody's not gonna be a necessarily a fan of the work that you put out. You know what I mean? But or the or the right. or the wine that you put out. But right. somebody gonna like it somewhere. And 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 so you just you kind of direct it towards the people that like it. So right. Nah, I so, feel yeah, so let's go back to so 2013 was your first time going to the American Black Film Festival. Yeah, and then recently I went back. I saw you. Po- you went back and you won it all. The last time I heard you, yeah, was, well, a, I you mean, was a I, semifinalist. I, I was a semifinalist, and then I came in. I came in second. I came in the second round. Oh, you won. That, that's winning, bro. I mean, I won. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how yeah. many? How many comedians were there, man? Like, Three hundred comedians. Submitted. Wow. Um, Hold on, man. Hold on, man. Hold on, man. 300 comedians. I'm going to give you your roses, man. That's big. That's big time. 300 submitted, um, 16 finalists, five semifinalists, and then I took, I took, I took this, I took this, I took the two spot. So, so can you, can you name who, who actually won it? Do you know, do you remember? Yeah, yeah. Um, um, my boy, um, oh, shoot. Dang. I just saw his name yesterday. Uh, don't worry about it. It don't yeah, matter. It don't matter. It don't matter. We talk about you. We talk about Rob Board. And by the way, let me let me drop this. You can catch Rob on his Instagram at yeah. it's Rob Board. Please check him out. Please do. Please do. But yeah, now nah, he, he um he been in the game for for a minute. So I look at it like this, right? He he been the, the guy who actually won it. He's been in the game uh twenty years. So he's wow. ten years my senior. Right. Wow, wow. And so and so, you know, in that regard, did he yeah. win? Yes. But okay, okay. No. Okay. Okay. Like, you know, okay. I look at it like I look at it like oh it's it's still it's still competitive for me, right? No like doubt. I, don't, no I doubt. don't look at other people's career and then be in competition, but I'm still I come from that world of football. So I'm looking right. at it like a competition, like years in the game, like you know what I'm saying? You got a lot more years. Yeah, that's a, I mean, obviously. Yeah, I mean, experience is experience. You There's no yeah. way to cut through it. You know, you, you, you have it or you don't. Right. You know, right. And, and so so let me ask you, with your years of experience of doing skit, I call it skit, skit or sketch comedy. Skit, skit comedy. Like I love, I love the comedy. I love a range of comedy. I love like the storytelling comedy. Yeah. You know, I just recently was at the Dave Chappelle show I, I love the way he's. I, I talked to, I texted um, him, and I talked to um, Red and Earth. Was, How was that? It was amazing, bro. It's what you. He gives you insight. He storytells. He makes it funny, and he and he challenges you up top. Yeah. And yeah. he was able to interact with the crowd and keep the flow. I love that. But I also love like random, like uh, like Kirby enthusiasm. I love you that. know. 
great humor. Show. You know, like that great awkward, show. funny, that awkward, you know, just yeah. Will Ferrell type funny, quirky. I'm a, I'm a, the range of comedy goes from here to here for me. Yeah. So yeah. with in your experience with and your years of doing sketch comedy and doing videos and having shows like Whose Man Is This with, with Earl Cofield and all these different things, have you ever run into a skit where it brought you some like real backlash or controversy or what happened? Man, yeah. So <laughs> a lot of people don't know this because I try to bury <laughs> it in my file. <laughs> so, so I started off doing um, one of my first, very first skits that I did. It was a skit called Driving Wild Black. Mm. And um, man, when I tell you I got so much backlash from that skit, <laughs> man, yeah, I'm it's, it's, about that thing. How was long ago was this? This How was like first, like when I first started, this is probably like my oh. second year doing comedy. Right, right. And you it know was... how you say like, everybody be like, I want to blow up, I want to blow up. But I you weren't built, you, you you hadn't developed that callus yet for no, the backlash. No, yeah, no, yeah. I wasn't ready, <laughs> nigga, I wasn't ready. So, you know how you, you, you get into something that you like, bro, I'm about to blow up, I'm about to do it. <laughs> right. Man, when I say this was the second skit that I did and it went viral, DeQuil, it went viral. I'm talking about wow. like these kids now talking about going viral. Now I went viral. I was the first <laughs> nigga to go viral. I'm talking about real viral. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm talking about CNN calling my phone, calling my phone. Like this is real. Wow. Shit. I had wow. to get a publicist, bro. Like I'm, I was wow. scared as shit. I'm like, yo, this. So, so I need to go back and check out the video, bro. If you can't find it. I had it wiped from the internet. I, okay, I was, okay, because I, because I was doing bad. some search, so you know, a little soft you, search. I mean, like, you, oh. might, you might be able to find it. It's this one nah, dude, matter of fact, angry, angry man, and I'm gonna show you. What. Watch how my career <laughs> fucking parallels. Angry man from Martin, the dude who's angry man on. Martin yeah, yeah. has a, a YouTube page. He okay. snatches the video and it's on his YouTube page. So if you find his YouTube page, you, it, wow. it, it's on there. But so I put this video out and I make the video because I'm at the time, this is my experience. I'm a black man, you know what I'm sure. saying? And I'm sure it had truth too. Black was an actual thing. And so basically mm -hmm. the twist that I put on the skit was that it, it'd be interesting if you would be dressed like this and when you get pulled over, in a flash, you switch your clothing. Now I got on glasses. I talk to you. <laughs> That's so, hilarious. Yeah, yeah. That's so, hilarious. But so here's why I got in trouble. <laughs> so I use real cops in my in my skit, right? These are real okay. cops. Real <laughs> right. cops. Real uh, okay. uh, 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 cops. So, DC, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So so they they got the badges on, like. And so they do it like real, they like, you got, you got, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I felt like it was nothing in the car. Now you got Coke on you. Like, it, 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 was, one of those, it was one of those, right? And so right. pull them out the car, you know, the whole thing. And mm -hmm. so these cops get in trouble, bro. Like, they literally, Whoa. bro, it goes crazy, bro. So they, they were, they, were they black cops, white cops? They were black. They were black cops. Okay, okay, and so, okay. And so, and so they were on suspension. They were put on suspension. Really? Man, this bro, it's, it's, <laughs> like bro, I tell you, like it, it, it's bro, that whole yeah. stuff is that what you want? All the time. So, so boom, so um, they 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 get on suspension, and then I start getting all of these calls, bro. Like I got called from the very first call I got was from Fox, and they were like, "We want you to come on, and they we want you to talk about it." And I'm like, "I'm not talking about this." On Fox, yeah, yeah, yeah. tell me a new ass. I was like, this is a racist, <laughs> racist platform. I'm not doing that. And, and so then, so then I'm like, no, I, I tell him no. So then CNN calls, and I'm yeah, like, yeah, right, right. I'm like, dang. And at the time, I'm not thinking like, you know, what I mean, I'm not thinking about it. Like, if I went back, right. I probably would have did it because then it would have put me in a different space. 
Right. But right. I wasn't ready for the space that it nah, was. Nah, nah. Your, your you first know? two videos they go viral well, and you take viral, a huge I hit like been that. Stand up for about six months. You know what I'm mm, saying? And so, right. I, and so, like, I, I, I veto everything. Like, I'm like, no, 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 no. So, like, New York Times, Washington Post, like, every, bro, when I say every wow. major platform outlet wanted to interview me and talk about this one specific thing, because it was like, this was before, and this was as the emergence of, um, this was right after Trayvon had got killed. So, this was like. Mm. Oh, so everybody was very hypersensitive to all of it. But that's what, that's what comedians, that's what. The core of com comedy freedom yeah. is is yes. being able to speak yes. your mind and the freedom to speak your mind and twist it however you want to. It's, yes. it's okay. for some people. It's not for some other people. So yeah. let me ask you this. After that moment, and even to this day, do you have, if you write a joke, I and I obviously from the political humor. If you haven't, yeah, read it. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I, no I could write it, but I'm like, I don't want no smoke because I know. No, I get that. I get that. Well, yeah. what I was gonna say is, do you have like Earl and a, a, a group of comedians that? Hey, let me see if this flies over with you guys. Or do yeah, you oh, do yeah, a oh, test yeah. run with? I, I what checks and balances? Um, what What is that? Pro do you actually before you go on stage? Do you actually perform it in front of a small crowd or comedians? Like, hey, what do you think about this no, joke? I because you have to. Because I've heard stories. Comedians, I hate that shit. I've gone in front. I've gone down rabbit holes on the internet. It's like, okay, do comedians like I like this is before I knew you were going to be on the, the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like because there's a thing of comedians stealing other comedians' jokes, right? Hell yeah. And so yeah. how do you balance the two? Do you, you don't, I don't you know, know if you have like so you have your circle, right? You have it, your your people that are they comedians? Like, well, mines are, but uh Okay, but you trust them. I trust them. Like we've been through life stuff together. And mm -hmm. so so you know, I, I will I will they'll come hear me. Like, so how I do it is I'm like, yo, um, I want you to hear that, I want you to hear my set. And so I'll um I'll perform it. Bro, let me get an invite, bro. Let me get. I, I just want to be there to laugh, bro. You. you know the world just now opening back up. So I, I'll, I'll, I'll say, come down, hear me. I need you to come down to hear this set, and and I might do ten minutes of it, and I'll be like, what you think? And they'll, then they'll be like, well, you could have been, you could have did this more, you could have added hit this here, but the, the, the overall bones of it is good, but you need to add pieces here and there. Oh, this is legit, like. This is legit like you're back in the meeting room watching film yeah, yeah, and the coach like, constantly critiquing you. Yeah, and, and somebody and you'll be like, Coach, well, how what, what did I do wrong? You'd be like, you should have stepped with your left foot as opposed to stepping with your right foot. You you stepped away when you should have stepped towards the play, right? You know so, what I mean? So, so that, that just sparked another a thought in my head that you know, Kevin Hart, everyone knows who Kevin Hart is, right? Everybody knows Kevin. And one of his uh docu-series or whatever it was, yeah, he had a team of comedians around them. They were doing podcasts. They were flying around different shows. Is that sort of similar? And I don't know if you, you know, in my mind, I'm envisioning you have that, that tight circle it's, of guys. I have, I have a group like that, but I don't think I have that many. He has he has a, a, a good amount of guys with him. Right, right. No, that's rare. That's yeah, rare. that's rare. But nah, I don't think my, my circle is that big. I got like, mm -hmm. you know, you know, it's me and Earl, which is you gonna always see me. And Earl. Earl is funny, man. Yeah, Earl, Earl is funny, Earl bro. Funny, man. He naturally, naturally, <laughs> dog. He be having <laughs> right. tears every day. You know what I'm saying? And so he's naturally just, you know, some people just gifted. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, like I'm mm -hmm. funny, but that nigga's gifted. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, right. So, um, you know, it's him, and, and so we talk, and we, you know, just kind of just sometimes because you got to keep that 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 energy flowing. Then I got an older right. comedian named Oral Henry. 
Um, and he just kind of like he knows the business of comedy. Like he just is he from DC area? Is he LA? He's from DC. And then um, oh my god, most of my guys are DC guys. And then um 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 uh Chico Wills, he's another guy just just been around, like they've been in the game. That's that's so I have to give you your flowers once again, man, because you know, while you've been to the house before, like we're right up the street from what's the performing arts school? Uh, uh, um, um, Duke Ellington. Y'all Duke Ellington. Mm-hmm. Duke Ellington, which is less than a mile away from here. And yeah. um, um, who, who went to school? Taraji Dave Chappelle was there. Like these, this school has produced some really big people yeah, in the entertainment true. business. Yeah. And to hear your story, where you started yeah, and I where you are yeah, now. Didn't even look at entertainment, right? It's 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 amazing that you're, because what I see, and I want to tell you this personally, what I see is someone that's that's committed and and dedicated and consistent to what you're doing. Every time I turn around, you got a new video. Every time I turn around, you're doing something. So it leads me to this next question. How the hell did you, you and the relationship with Shaq come about? Because I saw you, this was a couple years ago, you were in Miami, and I know Shaq is a huge comedy fan. He's done yeah. shows in Cleveland yeah. when I used to play for Cleveland. And yeah. he's been attached to that world for a very long time. For a long time. So I'm going to tell you how it happened. So um, somebody was like uh, my boy, Chris Bivens. Um, he had a uh, he had a, a audition thing, like casting. And um, he works for BET. And so mm-hmm. he, he's like, he had to put a casting thing up. And I'm like, yo, I call him. I'm like, yo, what, what, what's this? What's this thing? So then he's like, I'm doing a uh, a commercial. I'm 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 doing a commercial for um a Super Bowl spot. And I'm like, I need a, I need to audition for this. I don't care what I gotta do, like send me the stuff. Right. And so right. I did it. Um and so they, you know, they they was like, Yeah, we, we want you, we want you in this commercial. And so I'm like, cool, but they didn't say like who was gonna be in it, they didn't say no details. I didn't even know that it, what kind of commercial it was until really you're just showing up. No, it was like like maybe a week prior, and then they send the sides over right. and like this is the commercial. So I'm like, oh, it's a general commercial. Oh, this is dope. And so mm. um, I'm like, in my head, I'm like, I watch TV. I know Shaq is with the general. Like, <laughs> right. Maybe they're not doing a Shaq thing. Maybe they're doing something completely different. I don't know because I seen that a new one had Snoop right because you would think they like, would oh, say something if yeah. Shaq was a part yeah, of it. Yeah, they would right. say something, right? So we get down there and we in Miami, and this is literally the Super Bowl right before COVID hits. Yeah. And so, you know, we down there and stuff and everything is cool, blah, blah, blah. And um, I'm like, I'm, I'm I'm just cooling out. And so the lady walks up to me. She's like, OK, well, I don't want you to tell anybody, but Shaq is actually going to be pulling up shortly and he's going to be a part of what we have going on. And right. I'm like, he's a he's a huge businessman. He's a part of whatever he huge the outside looking in. He He's a part of whatever he spends his money to anything he's in. He has his image and he usually owns ownership stake in it. No doubt. And, and so, you know, we, there's that, right? So then we, you know, I see, like, I'm already filming. I film like, two or three things. And he gets out the truck, right? And it seems like he gets out the truck. <laughs> and he don't stop standing up. And I'm like, <laughs> what the, what is going on? You know what I'm saying? So a lot bigger in person. Yeah, like, <laughs> so then he walks over with these soggy ass, <laughs> look like swim shoes on. And not, so I, I go in immediately. I go at him. I'm like, I'm like, I don't give a fuck. If you shot, <laughs> right. And so he started laughing. So we go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So we in uh-huh. like literally, we can't get the filming off because we going back and forth so crazy, right? 
So him and I going right. back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And, <laughs> can he can so, he join a little bit? Because Shaq join. No, he, a he can bit? go. Shaq can go. Okay, okay, can okay, go. okay. And okay. so and, and and so we going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And, and um, so that so so the, so the director walked over and said, he tells, talks to me like, can you can you cut it out because we're trying to. <laughs> I'm like, don't talk to me. Talk to him. He can. If you say right. something to me, I'm gonna go back at you. Like it's <laughs> right. It, it, yeah, that's how so it goes. Right. So, so then he's like, all right, cool. So then both. You know everything calm, kind of calms down, and so at the end of the shoot, he's like, "Man, he like, man, you okay? Are you a comic?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm a comic." He was like, "Man, look, I'm gonna be real with you." He said, "This is the hardest that I ever laughed since Kobe mm. has passed away." Mm. And so wow. this was actually the first time he had actually been in public since the funeral, and yeah. um, so he was like, "Man, I'm gonna be honest with you, dude." Like he was like, "Anything you need." Any, you know, anything. Just That's big, like, man. Shaq that, seems like that type of dude, man. Guy, just a he genuine. Really, he really just is that guy. If he can help, he's gonna help. He's gonna help. And, because and so, that 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 segued into I, I saw um, he was on your live. You had him on, on your live. Instagram live. That's yeah. that's huge, man. That's yeah, huge. Like, we got that relationship. Like how me and you talking, I pick mm-hmm. up the phone and I join your ass. It's same thing. <laughs> right, you know what I'm saying? Like we pick up the phone, I join his ass. You know what I mean? I, I like one time I called him. He was on. Uh, he was on air at TNT. <laughs> he got the clip. Hey, oh man, you should fry his. He ass looked down. Over. He looked down at his phone. <laughs> frying, I'm frying him through text. Right? He looked down at his phone. He keeps doing this because I'm. And he's trying to focus, and Charles is getting him too. Man, it's the funniest, <laughs> right, right. It's the funniest shit I ever seen. But oh man, man, like that's, that's dope, my that's guy, dope, bro. Man. That's my guy. You know what I'm saying? So and so. so but- because you're so, I didn't mean to cut y'all. No, you good. Uh, but because you know, obviously, we talk endless amounts of the comedy side of it. So let's let's pivot and go to uh, sports and street talk. You know, yeah, you're right. a part of. You got two other co-hosts, Josh Portis, who I know he he was a quarterback at University of Maryland. Uh, he was an eight-year NFL veteran, and then you have uh, Rock. Is it Rock Jones? Rock Jones, yeah. Rock, Rock Jones. Jones. If I'm, if correct me if I'm wrong, but he's a he's a he's a farmer. Yeah, he's, he's a cannabis, cannabis farmer, cannabis and farmer. when I when I heard some of your some of the takes, like he seems like the most serious dude ever in the like his voice just comes on. Hey, yeah, I'm I'm Rob Jones. I'm like, Jones. Ain't yeah, about yeah, that yeah, bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so how did that on, how did that marriage come about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so I saw the recent uh, episode with Black China and Freeway Ricky Ross. Like, yeah, let me ask you, like. We everybody who's been a fan of the rap game and know Rick Ross, the 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 artist, like this is the real Rick Ross mm-hmm. live and in person. You guys had a chance to interview him, and I believe he was producing a book at the time. Yeah, he got a book out. He got a. He's book got out. a book out. What? Yeah, what? Yeah. How, how did that kind of? I know I kind of said a lot there, but how did that kind of form itself in your busy schedule as being an actor, comedian? How did that all come about? So so. Um, sports and street talk is one of those things, right? Where um, I fit it in my schedule, and right. so usually we'll do like if I got a week, a block, a week, a week block where I'm not really doing a lot, then we'll try to like compact as many shows into that week. So we did, sure. and it's last week, and it's hard to book people too, man. Like you, it is, you guys, it, are, it really is. Yeah. Like we we we've been blessed to, to to catch the talent that we got. It's still all through relationships, right? So no one of the homies out here knows Rick. Um, like he really knows him, knows him, and um, mm-hmm. 
And so, you know, it, we got we got in through that relationship. So relationships has been the, the biggest thing to help our podcast grow as fast as it's no grown doubt. and as fast as it's growing. But we'll, we'll do like a block, like literally, bro, last week or two weeks ago, we shot like eight episodes in four days. Like it was cra- like, bro, it was crazy. Yeah. Like it was crazy. Yeah, just like, cranking them out. Yeah. Like, yeah, you just yeah. going, 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 going. So, so, um, you know, that's how we did it. But to, to sit down and talk to Rick Ross, man, was probably one of the, the better, one of the, one of my favorite episodes because, you know, I'm a, I'm a fan of the street stuff, right? Like mm-hmm. all of it, you know what I mean? Um, right. and so right. he was talking about just like his, you know, how he got started and w- what his story mm-hmm. was and how, what he did. And this man told us he had a $1 bill problem. I said, what does that even mean? What? what? Bro, he said, if I couldn't buy it with $1 bills, I didn't own it. I said, wow. what? What? Yeah, bro, that's that. Watch, bro, that interview is Yeah, crazy. yeah, like, I got to go back in. Crazy, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. He, like, he, t- he took his bread and he bought, if, it, if he couldn't buy with $1 bills, he didn't have it. And then he said everything else he bought more drugs with. Mm. Crazy, bro. Like it. Wow. Like to hear his story, he was like, "Man, he was like, you, you basically." And he's a deep guy too. He's like subconsciously, he's like, you subconsciously bring on everything you ever want in your life, good or bad. And he said that he was like, "Excuse me." He, he was like, he envisioned himself. Oh, he put himself in prison. He was like, because the only thing that he said that it was left to do in the drug game was to go to jail. And so he put himself in jail. Like it's crazy. He was like, he thought himself in jail and he thought his way back home. I was like, Yeah, yeah that's, I gotta I gotta go back and check that. You gotta that watch that one. When that joint it, sure. it ain't dropped yet, it'll drop, it drops uh probably next week. But once mm. it drops, you gotta check that one out. That's one of the one of my favorites. Um, is that what his book is basically deep basically so detailing his life? Like, and... Detailing the drug game, like he gives you a step-by-step tutorial. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> oh, how did <laughs> So so I got a so the wifey, I told wifey I was I was you're gonna be on the podcast today. Okay. She was like, oh remember, I think we actually clue clued in on this the last time we were either talking on the phone or something like that. That the fact that your mother yes. and Christina's aunt yes. have known each other as long as we've been alive. Yes. Like that's a small Crazy, world, bro. bro. That's Crazy, a small bro. world. Crazy. My Crazy. God. And, and the only reason why I knew that is because so the last time I came over for the Christmas party, um, I was like, Yeah, I'm going to um I'm going to DQ my, my, my friend DQ's crib. I, I was leaving my mom's crib and I was going to your I was coming to your house. She said, Is he married to a girl? <laughs> I'm like, Yeah, mom, he's married <laughs> yeah. to a girl. Like, what, he, what, what you yeah. never know in DC. You never I mean, know. Yeah, I mean, each his own, like, you know. She's like, right. she's like, that's a, that's a like, fair question. Yes, yeah, fair question. So she said, she, he's married to a girl by the name of Christina. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. How do you know? How do you know that? Like, that's <laughs> right, not right. Like, news. like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right, that's not right. on a shade room or something like that. Like, <laughs> right. How do you know that? And she's like, because um, her aunt is is my one of my best friends, Valerie. You know Valerie. I'm yeah, like, yeah, Val. I know Valerie. She's like, she was like, yeah, yeah. That's that's her niece. <laughs> I'm like, oh wow! So that's why when I came over that time, I was like, "You, your aunt Valerie?" She was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah. <laughs> that's great. Me and Aunt Val, that that's one of my. She's one of my favorites, man. Oh, she, yeah. We try to get her to hang out as much as possible, but you know, with COVID and all that, you gotta, you know, you gotta plan accordingly. But man, so at this part of the this part of the show, man, I, I have what I call my pick six. Right? All right, and we got some great content from you. 
you've actually there's so much more. I could keep you on here for hours, but I know you got oh, a yeah, busy schedule. Break, we can break down stuff all day. Yeah, we all day, all yeah. day. But this part of the show, I have what I call pick six, right? Uh, right. Pick six, you know as well as I do. Pick six is one of the big game-changing play, plays for a defensive player. So for you, I always kind of critique the questions based on who the guest is, but because you're a DC native, got you know, it. I got a little got a little little special sauce for you. All right, but, you got uh, creative with me. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. So question number one. All right. I know we've talked about a lot and it's been very insightful and all that good stuff. And because you're a comedian and you know, I can kind of can relate because when people know I play in the play play professionally, yeah. all they want to talk about is football and they want to ask you football questions. And I imagine the same goes to you and tell me a joke. Tell me a joke right now. I was like, man, get the hell out of my face. Get out of my so, face. Right, right, right. <laughs> Question number one, can you tell us one thing about yourself that most people don't know about? Because mm. you, you're pretty vulnerable on screen, you know, to be yeah, an actor, I mean, to be a comedian. I, I let it fly. Um, that what people don't know the master's piece. I don't, I don't, I don't let that, I keep that one tight to the chest. Hey man, hey, celebrate it, bro. Celebrate I don't know. it. It's not that I don't. That's like my sneaky, that's like my sneaky card. Like <laughs> I play that, I play that, you know what I'm saying? Like I play you're that. Very, you're very educated, like, ah. educated man. Yeah, you can't tell a joke without having some creative. Yeah, yeah. so that's you know, the, I, I would say that's the one that people don't really know about. That's the I don't okay, I, okay. I, you know, I I i i say it, you know what I mean? But when you see me as a comic, that's not the first thing you think about. No, no, it's the first thing from I was like when I read, I was like a master's what? in architecture. Architect, I'm like, damn, okay. I, I, I would say this though, this is the, the other piece to that piece that that that'll connect the dots for you. So I, I own my own real estate development company. Yes, so, yes. I'm and, glad you brought that up. I'm glad so, you brought that and up. And so yes. I do that as an ode to my degree because that gives me the opportunity to actually practice. So in, in all of my buildings that I own, I design. Yes. So, you know, yes. and I design for other people too. So, so I don't not design, you know what I mean? I right. just design selectively for who I want to design for. for. Forgive me for not bringing that up because that's one, I'm glad you brought it up. Not only did he play college football, yeah. you're an actor, comedian, yeah. master's, you, you have a master's degree in architecture and you heavily into real estate. Super. Hey, hey listen, you're a well-rounded man. I All try right. to be. So question question number two in our pick six is we kind of touched on it earlier and okay. I kind of we probably already know the answer to this but question number two is what's your favorite movie slash sitcom because we had a we have a comment that everyone I've had on this show yeah has said there's one answer that keeps coming up I'm like I have to keep asking this question Mark because everyone yes yeah Mark. Martin, I guess I gotta get some. I have to get some of my white boys, my white buddies on the shows. Maybe they may not like Martin. I guess nah, you know, they probably side. They probably side. <laughs> <laughs> but but, but Martin, Martin is probably you know Had a, a huge influence on our culture, man. Uh, yeah, Martin, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, Fresh Prince, all of that, uh, man. Jamie in Living Color, Jamie Fox show, and Living Color, yes. bro, is, is probably another one of my favorite all time. Like them skits mm -hmm. in there. Oh what? my god! Yeah, they're legendary, bro. They're legendary, legendary, bro. Legendary. Oh. So, so I would say it's uh, in this order, and you didn't ask me an order, but who gives a shit? Yeah, um, let's do it. Martin, and Lemon Color, mm -hmm. Fresh Prince, yep. and Jamie Foxx show. Okay, I can't disagree order. with you. I can't disagree with order. you. And then so, and then my favorite movie, 
I would have to say, um, comedy wise, bring me I'm, in. I'm gonna go two. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Friday, and then I'm gonna go Bad Boys. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you on that. Yeah, I I'm with you on that, brother. Go I gotta. Go yeah, yeah. You keep it. You keep it honest. You, you, you're, you're a man of your craft. Yeah. So question number three, I didn't even write a question. I just put go-go music. Before you say anything, before you say anything, yeah, I've asked Vernon. Vernon was on the show some time ago, and, you know, I set it up like hip-hop, R&B, pop, yeah. whatever, go-go. Yeah. I knew what he was going to ask, right? Yeah. But what I want to ask you is because you're, you're a guy, as, as a comedian, uh -huh. and from this area, you got to be connected to your home, your, your community. Yeah, you know, sure. or, else, or else you don't get any laughs, right? Absolutely. That's, that's my opinion. Absolutely. So my question to you is, when the hell? So I've been here. This is going to be a long, drawn-out question, right? All right? So I've been here. I went to school here in Maryland. I moved here in 2012 full-time. I'm here with my wife, Christina. You know, we got a uh, two-year-old. Beautiful. Beautiful. So, so Beautiful thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So go-go My question to you is, when the hell do you listen to go-go music? And before you say anything, my experience of go-go music uh -huh. is like a cookout, or you walking through the U Street corridor area and you have a live band for people who've never been to DC. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. If you walk on U Street, the corridor area, there'll be a live band playing go-go music. That's my yeah. interpretation of go-go music. So my yeah. question to you is, when did you listen to go-go music? Like what, as from a DC being in this area, well, how would you growing say? Growing up, growing up, I mean, it was all the time because my dad is a go-go head, right? So mm -hmm. Sunday morning, like, you know, Depends on, and it honestly depends on his mood. Like, you know, he would get up and clean and stuff. And you know, your parents clean on Sunday. Sometimes, some days he'd be playing yeah. Sade. I'd <laughs> right, right. be playing Chuck Brown. You know what I'm saying? So it just depends right, on his right. mood. But go go was a thing in my house all the time. Like, it just it just depends. Like, it depending on your mood. Like, if we we pulling up okay. to the game, like as a, a little league, we pulling up to the game. My father playing um, Sade. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, I'm like, so I'm hype. You know what I mean? Like, so, so, like for so me, got, it's it's a mood and energy thing. So okay, like, if I'm okay. feeling real back home, or if I'm missing back home, I throw some go go. On. You know mm. what I'm saying? Or yeah, like, yeah. if it's a nice day and, and I'm and I'm feeling good, I might play right, that. I might right. play that Chuck Brown uh cookout cookout on a barbecue joint. You know what I mean? It, it, <laughs> right, it depends right. on how I'm feeling. Um, it's, right. no, it's no specific. You know, okay, ooh, okay, because that, that's my anytime I've ever heard go go music. When if Christine, you know, that skit uh, Dave Chappelle does uh, on his show where he plays the bass guitar and he plays the drums and yeah. based on your ethnicity, your, yeah. your ethnic yeah. group, yeah. you like respond to it. Right. If go go music comes on, yeah, me and Christina, I don't care, we could be suiting, suited and booted, she'll start, she'll break out, bro. Like, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a trend, it's a trend, bro. And quiet as kept, it's grown on me, man. Like I used to hate go go, and now it's like, yeah, yeah. And, and now it's like, I appreciate it, bro. I mm -hmm. really do appreciate it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So question, question number four. This is more of an industry question. All right. All right. Um, and your experience and the guys that you've met in the comedic, you know, uh, circuit and all that good stuff. Are there any names that we should look out for that are up and coming comedians that's on the circuit or on the ground right now? Um, yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna drop a couple names. So me, uh <laughs> no doubt. First, uh, <laughs> then uh my boy Earl Evans for sure. Earl is funny. Earl man. Evans Cofield, uh so him, um Chico Will, Oral Henry, those are my guys. Skip okay. um, uh, uh uh comedian Skip, 
um, um, Dwayne Watts. Okay. Uh, Paris, okay. Paris Sachet is a, is a are they are they local guys here or kind so of? they were all these are all DC DC comics originally, okay. but then they actually moved. Some of them, some of these people live in different places. Right. Um, I, fi- I figured you guys are on the go all the time with yeah. different opportunities come mm-hmm. up. So yeah, mm-hmm. got it, um, got it. Um, Leonard Oots. Love Leonard Oots. Leonard Oots is from VA. Um, one of my guys. He's been. He's done the Letterman show. Um, yeah, yeah. You know he's yeah. he's. Okay. You know what I'm saying? He's he's. he's, he's I should I should have been writing these down, man. I'm I'm gonna get with you after this. Though. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. And then uh, who else? Who else? Who else? Uh, Rollo Boykins, very okay. very funny okay. comedian. Um, reminds okay. me a lot of uh, Donnell Rollins. They have the same kind of style. Ooh, man, I saw him do stand up in New York years ago, man. Funny. Donnell Rollins in person hits a lot different than when you watch him on the screen. No, his little he, like. Twitches and like yeah. reenactments and all oh, that, man, bro. I remember a show that I did. With him, <laughs> he got a joke, man. Like, um, <laughs> he said, he said, back in the day, a slave trying to learn ABCs, like A's of B's of I was dancing. <laughs> hey, I was like, oh my god, funny as hell, bro. Funny. That's cool. It's something That's different cool. about, um. I think that's the end of my list, but it's something different about DC comedians, man. It's just yeah, yeah, the way that yeah. we think nah, and man, the way I feel that you we do comedy is so <laughs> right. different, bro. Like, right, right. I agree. Crazy. I agree, man. That, that's that's why I wanted to have you on so our listeners and viewers will hear it first here because you're you're right on that cusp, in my opinion. Yeah. You're right on that cusp because you're you're committed to your craft, you're you're, mm-hmm. you're consistent, and you're working your ass off. And that's the recipe for success, man. Appreciate so you. we're almost, we got two questions left. Question number five. I had three of them okay. here that I could choose from, but I'm going to ask you this because you're like a Renaissance man. And I've had, anytime I've asked this question, I got some really good, uh, good, good answers. <laughs> uh, what was it? It's very simple. What was your first job you've ever had? I was a lifeguard. What? Yeah. A lifeguard. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. A brother that can swim. I swear, bro. My first okay. job was a lifeguard, bro. Yep. Did you I save anybody? The, I worked. Could you swim? Could you swim, or did you swindle them into giving you the job? No, I can swim. I can really swim. I can really swim. Okay. My very first job was a lifeguard, and I had to save somebody, and they almost drowned because I wasn't paying attention. I was looking at some <laughs> girl's ass. <laughs> 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 girl's ass, and the was drowning right underneath. Me. <laughs> like, Oh man! man All right, so, I jumped that, in the same day as, but yeah, my first that, guy was a, a lifeguard. I was a lifeguard. That's hilarious. I, I think I asked that question to uh, my buddy Madhu Williams. Okay, and we had similar stories because he was he worked at a grocery store, and the first job I ever had was I was a bagger. Only worked four days. Four days. Uh, or no, I'm sorry, four hours Saturday and Sunday, oh. and you know, just like some black folks, you know, you take your break, thirty minutes, turned into hour, hour thirty minutes. Like they caught me. They they caught me on the on the toilet reading magazines and all of that. I was like, got fired right on the spot. But uh, here's the thing. So last question, <laughs> last question, because I from my time being here in the city. Yeah. And knowing my wife's family, they're diehard football fans. They're diehard Washington football fans. Yeah. I gotta ask you this. Yeah, what you want Okay, because because she has an uncle. 
who is was a diehard Washington yeah. football team fan, and his yeah. wife is a diehard Dallas Cowboys fan. Mm-hmm. And you see my voice is changing right now because this is very serious because I think I I think I know your answer to this. I don't think you know. But the Washington football team yeah. or the Dallas Cowboys? I'm a I'm a football team guy. Okay, 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 okay. I, a, for some I'm reason, a, for some reason, I thought you were going to say Dallas Cowboys. Cow- I, I, I really know. did. I, don't know. I really I'm, did, bro. I really thought. But okay, do you know, okay. do you know why that? I'm gonna I'm I'm inform you. Listen, do you know why that exists? No, do I don't. You know why that dichotomy exists between da- Dallas Cowboys fans and Redskins and Washington football team? So, so back in the day, um, the Washington Redskins didn't have any black people on the team. Black people, yes, yeah. So yeah. Dallas Cowboys had black people on the team, and they were actually the first to have black people on the so team. So the Washington Redskins at the time were the last team to integrate. Correct. Ah, I have heard the so story. That, so that's yes. why that exists. So that's why so many Cowboys fans in D.C., because, mm. you know, D.C. was Chocolate City. It was super pro-black, right. and we were like, right. we're not going to – there's no way that you're going to be – a team in DC and we're going to root for you and you're in chocolate city. Cause at the time that stadium, right. the original Redskins Redskin stadium is in Southeast. Right. So we don't right. get no blacker than that. So right. it's like, right. we're not going to root for you. We're going to root uh, directly against you. And then the Cowboys and the Indians thing. So then they, 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 they end up going with the, the Cowboys. So that's how. Okay. The, okay. Split of the Dallas Cowboys, Washington Redskins thing. It happened in the city. That's what it came you, from. You, you learn something every day. Well, man, I, I feel like we covered a lot. Uh, like I said, we could talk for hours yeah. on end yeah. Uh, yeah. Over, a, over a cocktail or some yeah. wine. When next time you're in town, hit me up, bro, yeah, whether it's at yeah. the house. I'm going to bring my lady by, man. I, I want her to meet y'all, man. Um, yes, I, I, I got the, the – if we want to smoke a cigar, you can get in the pool. We can, you know, yeah, we yeah, can no, chop it up we, the way we, we, we chop we, it up. We should be uh, – I, I actually come back. Um, I'm filming a movie on the 10th, and she, okay. she, she should be – she's going to do uh, uh, studio sessions in Atlanta, and then she'll come up. And then so we'll we'll come by around that time, like around okay. the twelfth or thirteenth. So you've been asking, Rob. So you've been asking yeah. about my my situation behind me, man. So yeah, clearly, I want to know. What, what, I mean, you got a nice little setup. So let's I'm, explain I'm, I'm, this setup real quick. Yeah, I'm glad you you brought it up. So everything behind me is who I am, right? So that's okay. where when I when I thought about the idea of shooting a podcast and what visual imagery people were going to see that I was going to give out to the world. I wanted to express myself. So it's all the things that are important to me. Clearly I have, I got a card from my wife. You know, you're definitely completely my soulmate. I had obviously the Colts, which I I played for for three years, the Browns. But this piece here is one of my special pieces because- That's the thinking, man? That's it. That's how you got fired. That's how you got fired. You got a damn good memory, bro. You got a damn good memory. That's the thinking, man. I bought that in um, that's an old Sierra to your first job. That's an ode to your first job when you got fired. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. it through the magazine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You spot on. But this this uh, trophy here is, is really special to me because it was – my senior year, I was the, you know, so University of Maryland, they choose the MVP of the school. Yeah. And 
from athletics, and right. they chose me. So it, it, it looks like a Heisman ish. It looked like a Heisman. Something. I thought it was the Heisman. Um, I'm like, when did you win a Heisman? Who did you nah, steal? Nah. <laughs> you stole so, that from Reggie Bush when you closed <laughs> him. No, I'm hey, yeah, I tried to. I tried to. <laughs> right. So that that's something that's special to me. I have a Muhammad Ali. Um, uh, I bought it in auction at an NFL auction throughout Super Bowl week. I'm in the boxing. You can't see it right now off camera, but I had a, a commission uh, portrait of Muhammad Ali dripped in American flag. Oh, you know, when it was that transition between him becoming Muhammad Ali. So that that piece is is, is very special to me, yeah, man. It's just me that. I want to let me tell you this. So this piece here, what is that? Get it out. So what does it look like? A, a, a liquor bottle. <laughs> it's a it's a gas can. <laughs> so I so I actually in Sierra Leone the people are so the ingenuity of these people it was at a big flea market and I picked it up and the person that was sitting next to this display of just artifacts grabbed it out my hand really quick and I was like oh okay my you bad. have it yeah, she bad. started she started she started oh, playing a something a jumba. So it's a it's an instrument. It's a musical it's a instrument. It's part of the jumba. Okay, you know it better than I do. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I, I thought it, I thought it was something that exemplified like where I was at the time. Because Sierra Leone was, you know, dirt poor, and the ingenuity of those people. I just thought it was fascinating. So it's something that um is near near and dear to my heart. Yeah, you know, I just have that's called a jumba. Yeah, I got ran, random books behind me that I'm uh, I picked up and ran Hey, listen. The last book I read. What's the last book you read. Okay, right here, right here. I read it from cover to from from front, from cover to to, you to read the back. Both covers. You read the front cover and the back. <laughs> <laughs> it's my man. So so I'm gonna try to be serious for a second if I could, because it's impossible with you. But uh, <laughs> this guy named. This guy named Trevor Mwau, like when I, in okay. 2010, 2011, I was in a dark place in my life. And uh, I was in Bradenton, uh, Florida, and I was at a place called IMG Academy. And I was going through a lot of things in my life just weren't adding up. You know, I was, I had been injured two years in a row. I think you know this. Yep. And uh, I was in a dark place and a buddy of mine called me um, and asked me if I wanted to go to Sierra Leone. So that's how Sierra Leone became a, a very uh, special piece in my life. And I took a chance. I took a chance. I decided to, you know, get out of my comfort zone and uh, do it. And it changed my life. But this guy who wrote the book, he was a sports psychiatrist. And, you know, as well, you know, black men, we have this stigma in our community where we feel like we, we have all the answers. We can do it ourselves and all that, you know, crap. And I finally took a chance. He, he sat me down. It completely changed my life. And he wrote a book. And uh, it, it's very inspirational. Just, That's the book you just, wrote about your life? No, not my life. <laughs> not about my life. But about, but about his different experiences and, and working okay. with guys like Fred Taylor, who was injury, quote unquote, injury prone. And it was all mental. So I became heavily invested into the mental side of the game as well as the physical side. So this is a special book to me, man. But. Yeah, I appreciate you asking about it, man. No one at this point has ever asked me about anything behind me, man. Yeah, some of that, that stuff don't make sense. Like that's <laughs> I got my, I got my, I got my. What you mean? That bro? don't make sense. I used to, I used to skateboard back in the day, bro. Yeah, yeah. I used to try. I used to try. 
12. Like you ain't, <laughs> when is the last time you've been on a skateboard? Probably probably about two years ago. I ain't gonna exactly. lie. I ain't exactly. gonna lie. Exactly. But I bring it out though. If you come over, I'll bring it out, bro. I can you do it. Uh, Ollie, kickflip, all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ollie kickflip. Okay. In the uh, in the Okay, I you better ask about me. You better all ask right. about me. What's the liquor bottles up top? What you gotta do? Oh, oh my man. Let me let me let me let me uh let me turn the camera up. Okay, so you can see. Hold on, I'm going the opposite direction. Hold on, hold on. So, so because I'm a huge, I'm a huge, uh, I love Italian wines. And if you ever go to Italy, the after drink that you, they give you, it's like a digestive. It's called grappa. It's, it's grappa. It's made from the skin of the grape. And this one here, I don't. <laughs> you got me breaking. So this is called Amarone. It's a grappa. It's 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 like uh if I could explain it to you, it you know, you go to the gas station, you get it's 87 to 93. Right. This here is like a this here is like an 87, right? It's an 87. Grappa. So grappa, grappa is very strong and it's it's like ammonia. So it's regular, very strong. That's a regular this is, this is like middle of the road that's, type that's of middle grappa. middle tier gas. Middle tier yeah, gas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one here, though? That I've had this bottle for... I might have tried to get you to drink it. You got me to drink that. I think that's the grappa I drink. Yeah, this is, is octane. This is, is premium that's, that's 93, 93 that's 90, gas. That's 93. This is gas. Yeah. And if you drink this, everything is moving throughout that body. You yeah. hear me? I think I, everything I, think is I, I, think I shit it. Yeah, I probably did. I, I, I probably did. I, anytime I'm playing pool, this is my, this is my, uh, I think my I secret right here. I think I twice in your bathroom after <laughs> drinking that grappa. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> right through me. <laughs> Yeah, man. Seriously, man. When you're in town, man, if your, your gal's with you, hit me up. Yeah. You know, you know, I have a good relationship in the city with with some, you know, Michelin star places. We can do it nice, sexy. Uh, we can have some good wine, cigar, good conversation, and all that good stuff, man. Let's but do it, man. Again, I, I again, I appreciate the time and the perspective, bro. Absolutely. Love you, bro. I'm a, I'm a, one of your biggest supporter, man. And, and keep appreciate doing what you're you, doing, bro. Absolutely. You too, man. This podcast is dope. This is appreciate it. And refreshing. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Funny Man. Okay. So, well, yeah. Rob, again, for all the listeners, all the viewers, go follow Rob Gordon at, at it's Rob Gordon. I Rob, it, I appreciate your time, your perspective as always. You're my yeah. man, Hundred Grand. Love Keep you too, pushing bro. forward, bro. And yeah. uh, I'm your biggest fan. All I ask is when you when you really blow up, just just let me buy a ticket wherever no, you go. No, that's, that's a guarantee. I'm, 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 I'm gonna support you home more team. for the tickets just because <laughs> I know you got. <laughs> Hey, Rob, appreciate it, brother. Appreciate you, brother.